Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> What's up with you? That little cheeky gremlin. I, I don't know. I'm nervous. Oh, right. What, because of... Because we haven't done one of these for so long, I've oh sort of forgotten what, what we have to do. That's been a long time, hasn't it? So I've just, I've just got a bit excited there at the start. Should I start again? Yeah, you start, you, what you do is you do like a big sigh, right. I comment on it. <laughs> Can you not do I your sigh? I can't do sigh. Oh, fuck. Because I was going to say it sounded like another bursting, you know, like a cow's other bursting. I'll start again then. All right. There you go. There you are. Well, that... For, Unfortunately, that, that, that was more of a grunt, wasn't it? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, my brother used to do that noise to Did irritate me. Mum used to say, like, eat your toast up or whatever, and he'd go, <laughs> <laughs> and if he did it too much, he'd sent, be sent to bed, so I had to eat the toast. What, at toast time? Was this morning toast? No, we, don't, we didn't have official toast time. Why? <laughs> it's toast time, boys, because there was four boys. Right. And uh, no, we didn't. <laughs> anyway, nice to see you. It's been since Christmas, New Year, that kind of uh, period yeah. since I've seen you. It's now February. Yeah, and I noticed you didn't bother going on a diet. You know, I'm just saying, a lot of people do. Do you uh, not think I've lost some weight? Oh, you've lost a tiny bit. I've lost 1.3 grams. 1.3 grams? Yes. And I did that for charity. I did, that, I did the dry was that all thing. tit sweat? Mostly, yeah. 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 I, I, I did a month without the booze. You know, if you go on any diet whatsoever, yeah. cabbage diet, fucking Brazil nut diet, whatever, yeah. you should be able to lose five kilograms in the first week because it's just water. Right. But you've lost 1.3 grams. I've back. had a fuckload of chocolate, though, uh, in the last month, so that might have... Cross-addicted or whatever Kind of, it. yeah. I know. Well, you know, if we're doing personal attacks, have you got any more you'd like to do before we carry on? No, I just... I, so you've not been drinking booze for how long? 31 days. 31 days. So I suppose that meant there's more booze for your kids. Yeah. In the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, can I just ask, genuinely ask, what is it like not having booze? It's fucking horrible. Is it really horrible? Horrible. I didn't feel any better. I've got a lot of headaches, uh, yeah. really bad dreams. Really? Um, night sweats. My, my, You're not telling knock, me you knock, don't knock, have night sweats all the time. A couple of nocturnal emissions. I don't really, I'm not going to inquire about that. <laughs> Apart from that, it was really good. And I lost 1.3 grams. So, but you're going to go back on the booze? I'm, I'm back on it now. Yeah. 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 You're back on the power I was lagers. back on it midnight, 1st of February. You had a power lager. I stayed up until what, like five or six in the morning. Do you ever drink anything I'm else? Blacked but, out. But like tin lagers. I drink that. wine as well, Bob. Do you drink wine? I drink wine, yeah, from the office. I hate wine. Why do you hate wine? I'm, I'm as tempted to say I hate people who drink it, but I don't at all. But There's I, a lot of it about. That's a lot of people to hate. I know. I should, you know, I don't want to be a hater. In the, you know, in the present environment, I don't want to be one of these hateful types. No, there's too much of that now. There's a lot of it going about. Fucking but Brexit. No, I don't want to hear your opinions on Brexit. Here's my opinion on Brexit. No one wants to where's, hear it. Where's oh, the lettuce yeah. has gone? Where's the broccoli gone? 
the ration and vegetables yeah. in the supermarkets. No, I think. Well, if you... that's not Brexit in full effect, I don't know what is. Well, I think what you're doing there is um, giving out fake, what they call fake news. You have no idea whatsoever whether there's a shortage of lettuces, do you? I, well, it's in the news. It's got to be true. Yeah, well, it's fake news, isn't it? Oh, is all news fake now? Well, I had a shoulder operation, right? Okay. Is that fake news? No, hold on. It had to be done by a vet. It actually had to, <laughs> No, it had to be done by a vet because there wasn't enough doctors available or money is available that at the hospital. No, caught you out. It's fake news. <sighs> See what I mean? Have you really had a shoulder operation? Yeah. Why? What was wrong with your shoulder? Well, shall I, do you know what I think I'll do, Andy? I think I'll tell you the story of it. <laughs> Not in song or anything. <laughs> Don't worry. But, I thought you were going to launch it. Yeah, I've been song. in hospital. I've had, like, what the, like camera surgery, where they put three probes in. You know, right. is, it, is it camera surgery? Keyhole surgery, they call it. Anal probes. Keyhole surgery. Done by Lloyd Grossman. Ha-ha. You know what I mean? Do you get that link? Because he did through the keyhole. Yeah, but he doesn't do it now. Keith Lemon does it now. Yeah, all right. I've never said my materials up to date. Have I? So I've been in hospital... I did my shoulder in when I was doing an advert for beer in, right. s- in South Africa. South Africa, when I was doing a, an advert. And what they did Hello was... you. In the, where, do you know the film Zulu? Yeah. Well, we went to where the film, the film Zulu, and yeah. we built that encampment, you know, where they heroically held out. You recreated Zulu for a beer advert? Yeah. Um, and I dressed as, like, Michael Caine. Did you build it yourself? Is that how you did your shoulder? No. I, please. I was just putting you in the environment. We're in the... Is it the desert in South Africa? It's not a desert. Plains? The plains. We were in the middle of nowhere in South Africa, yeah? Now, what happened was, was that there's a warden that comes with you when you go into the plains, right? a South African fella. Right. And he's there to protect you from snakes. Right. To be, like, snake aware and all mm-hmm. that and everything. So I got talking to him, and he says, the two main dangers out here are something called the puff adder, Right. And something called the Black Mamba. Right. Yeah, why are you laughing? I'm laughing at Puff, and I'm laughing at Black Mamba. <laughs> Puff Mamba. He could be a footballer, couldn't he? <clears throat> um, and so anyway, I got talking to him, and he took me... I said, the Puff Adder is really short and really fat, yeah? Right. Probably only two feet long, but really For thick. listeners, Bob's holding his hands about two feet two apart feet right away, now. No, really thick. But the beauty of the puff address is it ain't going to go for you, but if you stand on it or stand near it, you're a goner. So what does this fella do then? So he keeps his eye, he knows that he can... <laughs> what do you mean, the king now? Well, has he got a harpoon or something with him? It, I'll come to that. All right, OK, sorry. He's the warden, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> to snake man. So I said I would really like to see a puff adder, <clears throat> Yeah. Because you can go and look I'm at... I'm a puff again. Yeah. I'd really like to see a puff adder. So he says, well, hop in. He says, there'll, there'll be loads of them up there. He said, hop in. We drove up in. It wasn't, it, funnily enough, it wasn't a Land Rover. But it, can I just say that I much prefer if someone... I know you're not supposed to call people a puff anymore. Yeah. But if you do, it's got to be P-U-F-F and not this P-O-O-F thing. Poof. Well, I... It's got I, to be puff, hasn't it? I think, I mean, from my... Bob Mortimer is a puff. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I mean, P-U-F-F, when, um, when I was young, yeah. didn't was there nothing to do with his sexuality. Was it not? It was not. An, I don't think it was a nice thing to call someone. Oh, but it meant you were cowardly. Right. 
You know what I mean? It's all tied in, though, I think. Maybe. Anyway, carry on. So, I go up in it, and like, I have misled <clears> the <throat> listeners because it wasn't a Land Rover. It was some kind of land... Cr- I don't know. Fake what. news. <laughs> what, this whole thing? Just the Land Rover bit. Yeah, I did have fake news. You up, right up. And um, so, anyway, we went went off. And fucking hell, I saw a giraffe, by the way, Andy. In I've, its, seen in one, I've seen a giraffe. No, but in its own habitat. Yeah. Doing its chewing thing side to side, you know yeah, what I mean? I've seen one of them. Uh, in what? In its natural habitat? South Lakes um, Wildlife Park. Yeah, near, fucking near plastic Kendall. one. The, um, so, we get out. Um, there's a puff adder. He says, just be slow or whatever. <laughs> and you're going to be laughing at me. You're not giving me story. I'm any just credence. laughing at puff. i got to stop. <laughs> right. We'll get rid of the puff adder. <laughs> But I said, I didn't see a puff adder. We were approaching where the warden felt instinctively there would be a puff adder. Right, okay. What happens? Suddenly, he says, get back in a fucking vehicle. Right? I can't. Was that any good? Get back in a fucking vehicle. Right? (laughs) So what the fuck is happening? So I, I didn't instantly go. There's a fucking black mamba coming out. Now, Black Mamba, I've told you before about the Mamba. I'm a bit upset because the most scary thing ever happened in my life. A Black Mamba's run. They do, yeah. They've got like a, a circle thing, haven't they? They bounce. No, they'd get, they go two-thirds of the body raises up erect, yeah? And one... <laughs> one, one th- what, are you laughing at erect? Erect. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and the final third, they coil, and they run it and go up to 20 kilometres an hour. Yeah. So, fucking hell. So, I ran to the... Um, to the vehicle, and just as I slammed the door, yeah, yeah, the mamba hit the glass of my window, and it, I mean, it didn't bite it, it didn't penetrate it, and all its venom come out, and I'm, I swear, <laughs> me, why are you laughing at venom? I'm laughing at venom coming out. <laughs> Sorry, and then, and all this, it must be about half a pint of it, this honey sort of coloured stuff, and then it disappeared. I didn't know where it was. I looked out at the front window, right. And sorry, he got out. The fa- he got in the car. He got in the back of the car, and he w- he went out with a gun. I'd, I I had no idea whether it's a gun or a, a, a tranquilizer gun or whatever, but with a gun, gets out to the front of the car, and then he point he points the gun at me <laughs> right through the window. <laughs> we thought you were a puff adder. No, or a puff. He says, "Mate, no, I've got to, uh, what's the African? Mate, I'm fucking insane. I'm a fucking rapist." <laughs> Right? <laughs> so, ah, oh, fuck. So I, I I, reversed the car. I won't go into the details of that, yeah. but I had to keep down in the footwell. Right. Yeah? And from just the... stay the best I could to get away from this insane... Who'd hired this man? <laughs> I don't know. So I, I got away from I drove away, but when I... I, I do you think he was working in cahoots with the snake? Well, you do wonder. You do wonder. The snake was like a, a, the bait... And anyway, so that's when I damaged... When I was just reversing blind, and yeah. I went smack into a boulder or something. Right. And um, I don't know, just because of the way my hand was reaching up to the <clears> steering <throat> wheel, I just uh, snapped some, right. some of the muscles, the tendons or something. Right. So so if we could, like, sort of de-fake news that story one yeah. by one, basically you were down the precinct and you reversed it with <laughs> Bollard because you were smoking. No, Or honestly, you were driving. Honestly... It's not fake news. Can you can you just say once once more? Can you what was it? Get back in the fucking vehicle. He said, I, "I'm just, just in just, my memory of it." He says, "Get back in the vehicle." No, I just say fucking vehicle. Get back in the vehicle. 
Get back in the fucking vehicle. That's it. That's a free ringtone for everyone there. <laughs> you can use that as a ringtone. What were your main presents at Christmas? I know it seems ages ago. I don't want to talk about main presents at Christmas. Well, I, I got thought... a gun, right? I got a gun. No, you didn't. I did. I got what, a gun. I'll bring it gun? in next week if what you want. What's gun? It's a handgun. A handgun, yeah. which fires bullets. Yeah, proper bullets. Well, well that's, that's all I got. I mean, well, the Sunderland Constant, Constabulary might be interested in that. Do they have police up there? I've or is got it a just permit. army? I've got a permit. It's fine. The call is the sheriff up there now. Yeah. Because of this podcast. Right. And pretty much a big deal but in you... Sunderland now. Because this is like, you know, the the whole country hears this yeah. podcast, so the call is the sheriff. All right, so you, you, you parade around little with your fucking handgun, do you? Yes. And, like, supervising the knockdown pricer section. Yeah, I'll tell you something that did happen yeah. in Newcastle in, it must have been 1999, I think. Me and some mates went to a fancy dress night. Uh, and there was a couple of them dressed as James What, you're Bond. all wearing fancy dresses? Yeah, right? I was Captain Caveman. And there was some of them dressed as James Bond, and one of the James Bonds had a, a fake handgun, a replica gun. Yeah. And we were on the dance floor in this nightclub waving this gun around in the air. Yeah. You couldn't do that now. No, and you'd want to, wouldn't you'd, you? You'd I mean, really, you'd really well, want we did. To. We did want to and we did it. Fuck but you couldn't do that now, could you? Do you want me to tell you anything um, or do you want me to do some observations? Have you got comedy? some names for me? You haven't given me a name yet oh, for this shit, week. Oh, shit, you've been doing this dry, nameless, anonymously well, up to no now. No one knows who I am yet. Easy Ronnie. Right. Um, that's a choice for you. It's a nice streetwise kind of name. Yeah. Um, Broccoli High Street. Right. Yeah. This one, I, I, I think it's very you when I look at you. It's it's Mr. Rumbaba. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don Toffee. <laughs> I like that. Or Ravioli Downpipe. Any of them are available. <laughs> or you can I'll, be Ronnie Otto. I'll be Don Toffee for this week, I think. All right, Don. Thank you very much. Um, Honky Tonk. I've actually got some names for you. All right, let's hear it. Turn it on its head for a bit. Well, I might choose Honky Tonk. You can be Honky Tonk. That's safe. That's a keeper. Here we go. Sheldon Hardness. Yeah. Um, HMS Tinfoil. Yeah. Uh, the Sweet. Uh, Mr. 52,000. Right. And Mousy Thompson. Well, do you know, I'm going to for a change, and I'd like to be called The Sweet. The Sweet. Yeah. As in a candy? A candy, As yeah. in the glam rock group? No, definitely the candy. The candy. Welcome to the podcast, The Sweet. Anything you want to kick us off with, can we, um Can we re-establish your credentials as the memory man? Yeah, of course been, you can. It's been over a month. What, do you think I fear it? I don't <coughs> fear it. The well, only we'll thing see. I fear is the fucking black mamba. We'll see. Puff. Memory man. Yep. Do you remember the name of the act that headlined the lactose intolerance stage on the Friday night of the Glastonbury Festival in 2004. Just a minute. The what? The lactose? The lactose intolerance. Oh, it might be in a tent. Sorry. Lactose intolerance Is this tent. a real thing, Andy? Yeah. Well, I'm going to be guessing here because I wasn't aware of it. So who headlined? Who the... headlined on the Friday night, 2004, Glastonbury, in the lactose intolerance tent? Do I remember it? Do you remember who it was? No, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't say I do. That's um. You're going to tell that's me. That's disappointing. You're going to tell me it was. No. All right. We'll move on. Well, uh, that's the end of the podcast. Then. So that that no, that's it. We've got to stop now. No, I'm not stopping. Well, you've got to, because no, you've got to stop I'm sorry, I'll crack off oh, myself. Oh, well, I'm fucking off then. <laughs> hey, have you ever noticed? Andy, come back in. Shut the door. Come on, you're with me now. You're safe. 
Have you ever noticed when you go to swimming baths and you do back crawl? Have you ever noticed you invariably knock a child unconscious with your brass hand? And you not <laughs> noticed that? Hey. Oh, fuck you. Have you noticed there's always one Tuesday every year when everyone goes apeshit for pancakes <laughs> and you can't buy any lemon juice to loosen the hinge on your brass hand? Have you noticed that? <laughs> That's the underwater. Aspect. Oh, right. Do you it's say I'll do that again? Comedy this Have week. you noticed that? Do you like it? It's all right. All right, it's Gangs of the EPL. So, it's not going back a bit now. I'm sorry because of the shoulder's been so long. So, I went to the Borough Man United. You've been off for a month with a shoulder, a fictional shoulder injury. Sorry, carry on. So, I went to the Borough Man United game at Old Trafford. As usual, of course, I had my VIP tickets. Yeah. So, I went to the Players' Lounge. Oh, it was a hell of a game as well. Good game. Went to the Players' Did you Lounge. Lose? Yeah, but we were winning 1 yeah. 0 till the 86th oh, well, minute. That'll look good in the league table at the end of the season when you get relegated. Yeah, Is there a league table that we it's almost not won? all about. Fucking league tables and winning and losing. I had a lovely day out at the football. All right, tell us all about it. So I went to the players' lounge. I got a pint of IPA, yeah, some nice cold ham and peas pudding, and I camped. I went to camp down in one of the cubicles in the toilet because I'm not mixed yeah. with all the people up there. Yeah. Just as I was walking in, actually, I passed. Uh, yeah, I saw Karanka. He was just coming, uh-huh. coming out. So I said, "Oh, hey, Tor." And he said, hello. So that was nice to have said hello to him. And then there was a cubicle that was, um, I thought it was open. It was open, yeah. but I thought there was no one in there. But I pushed it open a little bit more and there was, you know, Zlatan, what's his second name? Slatan Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic was in there. Now, Andy, what a sight. He had his pants down and everything. Aye, and obviously. He was he had one. He was stood up with one leg either side of the of the pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with his fuck me shoulder, with his hands on his on his hips. Yeah, just stood over it, having a tod. Oh, that's how he does it. Really? So, yeah. No crouching. No, just stood no bending. Hands on hips. Just expelling it. Yeah, as if he was waiting for I a s- bus. S- <laughs> waiting for the special bus. So so. Um, <laughs> I said, oh, I'm sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. You should have locked the door. So he goes, you know what he's like? He goes, Zlatan, do not lock door. Yeah. I said, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I said, why not? He says, I don't know how to. <laughs> so, But he didn't, you know, he was happy to admit Confident it. enough to admit yeah, it. I don't know how standing to. Standing up but can't lock a door. So I shut the door for him and I take my seat, get tucked into my arm and right. paste pudding. By the way, I'm not. I'm not doing a motion. I just like the privacy. Yeah. Just get on with it and get get some. Well, you're a celebrity. There. You don't want to be bothered, do you? Then if someone comes in. I look over the top. It's Wade Rooney. Wade Rooney. Yeah. Yeah. I look. See, he's dressed in like a very bright crimson red jumper that has like a woolen 3D crab. Yeah. Like many claw. I'd say it was actually crab claw sticking out of each shoulder, a bit like epaulets, yeah? Yeah. And just sticking out, I notice it's for keeping wet wipes in. Right. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Do you find that interesting? Yes. <laughs> He's with Phil Jones and Mar- uh, Mark Rashford, yeah? Right. <laughs> <laughs> They've got this same jump around with the crab claws and the, and, the, and the the wet wipes, yeah? Yeah. Wade has got a little robot with him. 
Yeah. Looks a bit like, do you know, like I was going to say a Star Wars robot, Metal Mickey or something. Just a little Metal Mickey, yeah. 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 You're a bit all made on casters and Functional. That. Remote control, functional, yeah. Yeah. And so this, I can't do Scouse. Can you do Scouse? Because you could do... Well, I can say chicken. Like I'll do Scouse. Soup. In the Mark Lawrence style of things, I'll do well, I, Rudy's bits, if you like. I, there's probably too much dialogue, but oh, well, I'll, I'll do bits. See how you get on with oh, okay. that. So, so this is it, says Wade. This is Rudy 2D. This is it. This is Rudy 2D. Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, and bother. he will... He'll give us an advantage against the Southern gangs. That's at Ars- That's not Scouse. At Arsenal and Spares, yeah? Right. It's technological and electric, and it's fucking cute to boot. <laughs> Which you had to agree with. It was cute. Was it? Oh, love him, says Phil. Phil Jones. Can I take him home so we can strike up a friendship? Oh, I, I, do you remember uh, Charlie Williams? Yes. Speak like that, didn't he? Yes, and Cholton from Cholton and the Wheelies. I'll tell you what, I'll say that Phil Jones talks like that, then, so I'll do that again. <laughs> oh, I love him, said Phil. Can I take him home so we can strike up a friendship? No, says Wade. Like, no. No. Colleen would go spare. She likes to sleep. He likes to sleep. She, she likes him to sleep with us in our bed, you know, during the dark section of the day. Yeah. Right? Just ask him anything you want, says Wayne. So Phil says, who oh, is the best UK-based football, <laughs> football team? And the robot says, Manchester United, of course. They have more money than most and a very large stadium. Manchester United's best player is Wade Rooney. He is paid a very high wage and always gives 230%. Bang! At this point, Zlatan kicks open the door of his cubicle. Bang! You know he does those eye kicks? <laughs> yeah. Smacks it open. Who dare say that I, Zlatan, am not the best player for United? That's why he doesn't lock the fucker, isn't it? Well, so, so the kick out. RD2D or whatever he's called, he says, It is a fact. Get used to it, big nose. <laughs> so Zlatan boots the robot. Smack. Straight against the bog wall and it's destroyed. You know how it does. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, that, yeah. that kind of thing. And Zlatan says, now tell me, who is the best player in the United team? And they all say, you are Zlatan, <laughs> right? Correct. And then he touches his toes with his nose, <laughs> yeah? And bends right over and he says, now wipe Zlatan's ass." Oh. And they all go, yes, Zlatan. And they all take the little wet wipes. Oh, that's what they're for. Out of the crab claws oh. on the shoulders and start working away at his anus. Yeah. <laughs> Gently. Yeah. At this point, Andy. Yes. At this point, George Clark, you know, from Amazing Spaces. Yeah. He's been at the match. He comes out of another cubicle and he's saying, Oh, that cubicle is an amazing space. <laughs> <laughs> then then he sees Zlatan bent down, so he gets down to have a look at, at his anus and that. And he says, <laughs> Wow, that's an amazing space. You could get two bedrooms and a playroom up there. It's amazing. <laughs> and that's the end of me, uh, Gangs of the Premier League. I've got so much to catch up on, Harry. And I know Harry Kane's coming in later, isn't he? Yeah, I'm going to interview Harry Kane. So I'm kidding. You're, you're not allowed to be here. Fuck he doesn't I'm... want you to be here because of some of the things you've said about him. Fair, fair enough for that, because I'm going past. Spurs on Saturday, so... Oh, you don't want to go on the wrong side of him, then. No. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Do you think if you spent 80 quid on an umbrella, do you think it would be incredible or just standard? Do you, do you, know, do you think there's an area of umbrellas where they become incredible, like the my, mechanism? My kind of budget when it comes to umbrellas is five or an under. No, I agree. I've got a so, five-pound one with me today. but and I, I've, I can't remember the last time I ever used an umbrella. Yeah. Okay, so, I just wondered if there's like, I, I, you, like there'll be one that's got like a button and it opens and it... Yeah. 80 like quid though. Eight We'd quid. have to have diamond encrusted handle or something no, like that. Have, maybe in Sunderland, but in the rest of the country, honestly, eighty quid isn't that much for a fucking umbrella. No, it's an awful lot for an umbrella. But hey, think of it as an umbrella for life. You probably, you know, <clears throat> it might be false economy in terms of the number of times you have to replace a five quid umbrella. But I'd never use a five quid. Umbrella. Okay, you're not interested in umbrellas, all right? I wish I'd asked about a mop. I wonder if there's a mop because I imagine you use a mop. Can we you... ask about mops next week? All right. Premier League Academy got onto my mind, Andy. What, what's that? Then? I was just thinking, like, when I say academy, I mean, like, yeah. a school. Yeah. Uh, you probably went to work in academy, do you? Failed school. <laughs> so I was thinking, let's staff um, an academy, a comprehensive, with right. Premier League managers. Right. So who did uh, did you have a go at it? I asked you something. You asked us to, yeah. Who for, would... like, me school homework or something. Yeah. Well, the first one I thought was Claude Puel. Southampton's Claude Puel. What did you put him I, as? I see him as being an art teacher. All right. He's, he's a sort of a groovy art teacher. He lets the kids go outside for a smoke and break. Yeah. He encourages the lads to draw cocks, but not the lasses. Yeah. Um. He, he owns his own minibus, but he hasn't plucked up the courage to use it yet. And he changed his name when he moved to the UK. Yeah. I don't know this character. I, I, I've got to be honest, I didn't staff any of the, you know, those mystery managers like Swansea? Um, the what, the come and go managers? Yeah, I don't, what, I don't know who they are, so... Right. I mean, I didn't have an art teacher, so that's fine. We'll put him All in right. going art. Your turn. Caretaker. Yeah. Sam Allardyce. Do you oh. think? I think so. <clears throat> right. Any reason why? Well, I just think put a nice brown, one of them brown coats on him mm-hmm. and a mop in his hand and that, and he just looked the part, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Steve Bruce, he's not Premier Manager. He's not, is he? But he'd have made a fucking good dinner lady. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Wouldn't he make a good that's dinner his, lady? That's his... Um, his nickname, isn't it? The dinner lady. Is it really? Uh, down at the Premier League Managers Club, which oh, he's not allowed into at the minute. He has to watch with that face pressed against the glass. Yeah. It probably makes it look normal. <laughs> with his tabard on. Yeah. I put, well, I, <clears throat> so I had no. Allardyce as a deputy head. All right. And I thought he, he, he knows stuff about people on the council, so as a result of that, he's bulletproof. Yeah. Headmaster, all the staff to test him. 
Yeah. And he just swans about down fuck all all day and he comes back half pissed in the afternoons. And he's the discipline. Deputy Go head. and see Mr. Allardyce. Yeah. 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 And he I could care, so he'll handle discipline willy-nilly. Smack him about a bit. Probably. I got caned at school um, and in the headmaster's office and... Uh, he let go of the cane just as he hit me and it smashed the glass on the trophy cabinet. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a... Well, PE teacher... That's fake news. PE teacher, right? I hope it's the same because it has to be... Right. Who have you got? I ain't got a PE teacher. Oh, well, it's fucking Mark Hughes, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we'll do one <clears> more because <throat> it's taking forever, isn't it? David Moyes. All right, let me guess where you put him. You put David Moyes down as geography. Ah. Caretaker. You had him as a caretaker. caretaker. Chooses not to live on the onside bungalow. Yeah. Doesn't do eye contact. Yeah. Sentences tend to trail off halfway through. Yeah. And then he just says that he heard a noise and he goes off to investigate it. Oh, I see Scooby Doo. One of them. Vibe, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we might continue that next week. Yeah, we Ma- might. We might. <laughs> <laughs> we might not. <laughs> hey, Sillet Bang or Mr. Muscle? Which of them do you believe in more? Uh, Sillet Bang. Why? Because it's made by Reckick Benhauser or whatever, and they're very reliable. Market leaders, are they? Yeah. Fair enough. I, mean, I don't know what sort of charlatan Johnny Come Lately makes. What was it called? Mr. Muscle. Man. Mr. Muscle. I mean, I don't know, because Mr. Muscle's a made-up character, isn't he? Yeah. And Sillet is a made-up word. Yeah. So I can't really choose between the two of them. Well, just, well, Nescafe. I don't know what that's... Well, all right. Unless Sillet's, <clears throat> unless Sillet's the fellow who came up with it. That's Barry... Ba- he's called Barry Bang, isn't he, or something? No, he's just the fronter on the advert. Oh, right. Because, you know, Pilates? Yeah. That's actually named after a, a fella that came up with it. What, like Eric Pilates? John Pilates. John Pilates. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, mate, John Sillett. Yeah. Was John Sillett? He was a Coventry manager, wasn't that he? That sounds like a Coventry manager, yeah. yeah. So it's All named right. after him? Yeah, he came up with Sillett Bang. I'll do an Oldman, and I'll, I'll announce as I do it, this is the last ever Oldman, yeah? <gasps> not not doing him anymore. It's too private. I'm, do, really. I'm laughing at doing him. So I went up to Stockton to see the Alderman just after Christmas. He was having a garden party at his house, right? right. He's got a nice house, Edwardian thing, but for the dozy kids and the parents, you know. Big garden. It's a lovely garden, yeah. Secluded areas? Um, there is. It's it's detached, yeah. but you can at the back you can see a few houses, a few other houses. So I don't know got, why I'm laughing at that. <laughs> we got Billy the Pigeon in, do some magic, yeah. yeah. Biffy Clyro did some first painting, yeah. and then offered to do some of the kids' faces as well. <laughs> Yeah, the vicar with the twitch um, and his and a bad breath. He did some storytelling, right. something about a biscuit that had a penis or something. Oh, weird story mm-hmm. in it for the kid. But they enjoyed it. The town um, clerk did a daft dance and gave a kicking display. You know, like a how to kick. Yeah. Display. Anyway, half through the halfway through this farce, the alderman came up to me and he said, "Robert, I've got something to show you, Robert. Come with me, Robert." I thought, hey, up, might get lucky here, Andy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he takes me outside, points to a great big polythene tunnel. You know, like polythene tunnels. A for... polytunnel, they call Yeah, them. but it's a, this is but big. Man-sized. Massive tunnel. And he's put up in his garden. He says, what do you think, Robert? I said, I'm, it's very nice, Alderman. I mean, I'm no expert, but it looks like a good one. Solid. Um, it's really tunnel it. You know, a bit like E.T. or something like that. Yeah. Just wait there, Robert. Wait till I beckon you, Robert. Oh. So he disappears. Protocol. Yeah. That's fine, yeah, I'll wait. So I hang around for about five minutes. A couple of kids wandered out at one point. I told them to fuck off. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? He sassed me out there, me and the old man. Yeah, fuck off with you. And then I hear, Robert! 
Come inside now, Robert. So I get inside and I look through. Uh, it's There's a, like a, a first area and then it's got one of those curtains that you might have on Silent Witness or something. Yeah. You know, like the strips of... Yeah. A bit, they used to have been council houses Forensic when I was young. curtains. But they were all brightly coloured. Yeah. Now they're thicker. For, let's call them forensic curtains. Thank you. Um, I've got an album by them. For the forensic, forensic curtains. curtains. Yeah. And there's, I look through it and there's row upon row of these plants with quite a long fruit growing. Right. Red, red fruit. Yeah. But, um, long, you know, long, like a cucumber or cucumber or something like that. For, for the listeners, Bob's holding his hands apart oh, at a long yeah. distance. And he says, These are my little secret, Robert. Robert. <laughs> they are genetically engineered cross between a cucumber and a tomato, Robert. I call them cumbertos, <laughs> Robert. I sneaked the seeds back from Estonia, Robert, when I was at the Apricot Festival a few years back, Robert. <laughs> then I noticed he's wearing, you know those paper boiler suits like you get if you're in custody, mm-hmm. the police and that? And he hands one to me, he says, Hey, Robert, put this on, Robert. The humidity in here is terrifying. I don't want you to pass out, Robert. Well, it was fucking hot, so I stripped down to me undies, held out my hand for the boiler suit. He says, No, Robert, remove your briefs. I don't want my cumbertos contaminated with Todd dust. So I took them off really slow, you know, to make sure they didn't close like a flurry of dust. Yeah. And I put the suit on. Well, fuck, God, it was hot in there. And you could feel the suit, like, clinging to your skin. Yeah. And the alderman tells me to pluck a cumberto, give it a try. This cross between a cucumber and tomato. So just as I'm picking it, I see these faces pressed up against the outside of the tunnel. They look a bit scary, a bit distorted because of all the condensation. Condensation, but I can make out the town clerk, right? And I can make out Biffy because yeah. some ink stripping <clears throat> off his face yeah. in the condensation and that. Then it starts up a bit muffled at first. Kiss the alderman. Kiss the alderman. Kiss yep. the alderman. Or just the alderman to a crescendo. I think, well, why not? I'm only human, aren't I? Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who wouldn't? So I turn towards him and I see that his suit, his purple suit, is really drenched. It's more or less transparent. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can see all, like, the swirls of hair on his pot belly, yeah? And all the hair on his shoulders is all swirled and sticking to his skin. Clinging to the inside of the purple suit. Yeah. Jesus. And there's a little rippers formed in his chest. And through that you can see the scar where he had his lungs seen to. You know what I mean? And he's covering his modesty because it's all see-through with one of the cumbertos, you know. Yeah. Which is nice of him. I don't yeah. want to be involved with that. So he grabs me around my waist and he rips my suit as he does so and he starts licking at my cheek. Do you know, like a, yeah. bit, like a spiral motion. Yeah. Like a snake. He sort of just in circles. It nice. Was, oh, it was really rambunctious. <laughs> <laughs> it was really captivating. And then, bang, he clamps onto my mouth like a whelk. And like, I'm, just, I'm transported to... Leeds, do you know what I mean? Or somewhere like Leeds. Somewhere incredibly romantic anyway. Somewhere like Leeds. Yeah, Northampton. Somewhere yeah. like that. A really romantic place. Then too quickly it's over and I'm hustled out of the tunnel. And as I'm getting dressed, Andy, I noticed that the alderman's crying. Oh. Yeah. So that's odd, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm not bothered by his crying. Do you know why he was crying? No, but it struck me as unusual. It is a bit. Yeah. So I'm afraid that's where we'll have to leave the alderman crying in his polytunnel. It's kind of how I thought it would end up, really. (laughs) 
from the very beginning. <laughs> Did you think, Andy, that that story was a bit like the film E.T., you know, with the tunnel and the, and the pair of pursuits? Barely that... believable. <sighs> Let's have a quick chat with Harry Kane before... OK, I better get before out of Before we end. So you, you just get out the door there. OK, I'll use the... Is he he's he's just outside. Way? I can just see him through the glass, yeah. OK. Good luck with it. Thanks. Harry, Harry Kane, thanks for um, thanks for joining me here today. Harry... Yeah, all right, mate. That Bob bloke's not here, is he? No, that's the fella you just saw on the way out. Oh, I didn't spot him. He said some very upsetting things that might have given me the jitters in the past, you know. If I see him, I'm not kidding, I might throw unclean water at him. Oh. Or refuse to shake his hand and then he wouldn't feel so clever, would no, he? No, he wouldn't, Harry. But it's, it's all right, because he's gone. He's not here. Don't right. worry. Harry, um, you've recently become a father. Um, how how does that feel? Oh, it's really easy, man, and not half as upsetting as I thought it would be. My wife and mum do all the unpleasant side of things, and I just let little Ivy play with my chin. Right, OK. So did you go to the birth? Were you there when, when Ivy was born? Yes, I went to the hospital with my mum and Debbie Alley. I got very frustrated during the car park as the parking bays were too thin for me Range Rover. Oh. Yeah, I had to wind me wing mirrors in, which upset me because they're colour-coded to match mine and Debbie's winkle pickers. Hang on, hang on. So so Debbie Alley was at the birth of your child? Yeah. Right. Of course he was, yeah. We go everywhere together so people can feel our ferocious heat. <laughs> What's funny? Nothing. Nothing. It's good That's... to have a birthing partner. It's, it, it's modern. We are the white hearts, feel our ferocious heat. I'll get out of our sight. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, I haven't got a problem with that. Okay. Um, back to, the, to the, the childbirth. Was it a straightforward delivery? Yes, I think so. But the wife did get in a really bad mood during labour and she took it out on me, which was very upsetting. Oh, that's not nice. Um, what, what, did she, what did she shout at you? She said very hurtful things. Did she? What, like what? Like what, like? She said once, she said I wasn't a proper man like Carl Walker or Slender Loris, the goalkeeper, <laughs> and that my chin made me look like a barrett home. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing again. I, Bob said something about a puff earlier. I'm still laughing at that. Um, how, how did that make He's you feel? He's a puff. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. How, how did all that make you feel? Were your wife saying them nasty things to you? Well, I felt um, ruffled yeah. and a bit jittery yeah. and quite unsettled. Um, Delhi gave me a Freddo bar to settle me down, though, so... Then that worked, didn't that it? That worked a treat, yeah. Good, good, good. Well, I'm glad the birth went well. Um, back onto football, which is, you know, what makes you famous. How was the match against Sunderland in midweek? That was a very upsetting game, actually. I, I was there. It was upsetting for me as well, yeah. Yes, it wasn't as upsetting. Yeah. So Sunderland playing stripes. Yes. They insist on playing on stripes. And under the floodlights, this causes strobing yeah. on my chin. Yeah. And I played a number of loose balls due to this factor. Well, perhaps that was one of their tactics, maybe. Well, also, some of their players had very bad manners. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't Ooh. actually seem interested in playing fair. Does that happen in Premier League football? Yes, and after the match, I'll tell you what I did. I blew my nose on my shirt before swapping it, so that's bound to have made them feel down in the dumps. That that's probably just going to make it worse next time you play them. All done. All done. That's me phone. What? Yeah. Oh, it's Deli. He's looking after the baby outside. Hi, Deli. Yeah. Feel the frost. Just heat. 
What, you got the pram wheel stuck in the grate in the gutter? Why were you even near the road? I don't think babies want to get a close look at road markings, Debbie. Well, take the baby out of the pram before a bus hits it. This all sounds very chaotic. Oh, God, Dad. So, look, I'm sorry, I'll have to go. He's left the pram jutting out in the road and Daddy won't fetch the baby out of the pram in case his suit gets splashed, uh. which is understandable, I suppose. It's quite upsetting. No, I'm so sorry. I'll come again because I've got to go. Thanks for having me anyway. Oh, cheers, Harry. Fuck me, his chin is big. And was he? Um, he's got a fucking big chin. Did you see, and what's it like in real life? It's like ivory. Like a barrett or maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Gordon was the prettiest lass on the island, possessed of long, silky red hair that tumbled around her shoulders like a cascade of clematis tendrils. Her legs were long and smooth, like a bold pouring of evaporated milk. Her eyes were emerald green and peppered with mischief. She had a stomach as flat as a pilchard's tail and plenty tit to spare, should a number of suitors need feeding. For many years the laird had had his eyes upon her bounty, but had been frustrated in his endeavours by Mary's father. He was an ill-tempered giant of a man, feared by all on the island, and had threatened to strike down the laird to death should he seek to harvest his daughter's bagel. But today Mary was in terrible fear as she sat by the bed of her dead father. For as soon as the laird heard of his demise, then surely he would come to fetch her. What was she to do? Her only chance of avoiding the laird's clutches was to escape to the mainland. Ah, the mainland, she sighed. Many an evening she had imagined herself striding along the high street in Stranra, where she would visit the Timpson's Hale Bar under the guise of requiring new laces for her brogues, but her real intent to watch the incredible revolving machine used to remove excess glue from the prepares. Then on to H. Samuels, where the beauty of the carriage clocks and woodland porcelain figurines displayed in the window would move her to tears. She imagined herself sat alone in Custard Coffee, being approached by an art student requesting her knowledge of the Wi-Fi code. As he stood next to her table, his personal pipe and weights would rest on the top table, <laughs> pulsating to the beat of African jazz, being piped into the premises free of charge by the kind owners of Costa. I see you're staring at my fiddling pipe, wee lass, he would say. It's a fair bulk and sturdy to boot. I do not wish to kick your fiddling tube, young man, she would say. I was just admiring its tenacity and demeanour. Would you care to join me? They would talk for hours and later he would take her to his digs where they would take advantage of the Papa John's two for Tuesday offer. <laughs> Suddenly there was a Ferrari at the door and the door was struck and knocked off its hinges. Stood in the doorway was the laird himself. <sighs> well, Will, Will, you're all alone now, lassie. Time for you to take your place beside me in the castle. I'll no come. You'll never have your way with me. I'd sooner die and rest with my father than do aught to please you. She picked up her father's cutlass, ready to fight the laird for her freedom. Och, it's trouble you want, I see. Just like your father, but ne'er as poorful. Take her, McCallum. 
McCallum entered the room. Mary was so fearful of what she saw that she held up the cutlass and slit through her own throat. For McCallum had the face of Jason Derulo. <laughs> the face of Jason Derulo! The face of Jason Derulo! <coughs> Thank you, Andy. It's a bit disappointing that you chose to do last week's Scottish song again, but I'll just edit it <laughs> See you next time. Bye! When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.